0: All hatred be the love Beyond toleration be the love Before pride and exaltation be the love you are listening to be the love transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness we are souls on the journey opening up the conversation to heal awaken and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency it starts with you everything you need is within you this is your time i am stacy museal and I am Sam Fernandez, and we are your co-hosts at Be the Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. Hop on board the Ascension Bus. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacy Musiel, and Sam Fernandez is out sick today, but sends his love. And we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And I would like to just begin by inviting you to get centered with us. So we just wanna take a moment, if it feels safe for you to do so, to begin by taking a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, just letting go of anything that is not serving you in this moment. And just again, take another deep breath in through your nose and out of your mouth just feeling your body as a whole, allowing yourself to just feel grounded in this moment. And just again, take a deep breath in through your nose and out of your mouth, just feeling connected to this present moment and remembering that you always have your breath to come back to. And so today we welcome Maya Boston, Maya is an international transition guide, light language channel and Gong sound journey practitioner. She channels messages from the star mothers, a group of light beings from the planets in our galaxy. Maya also channels the wisdom of the whales and dolphins. She is a star seed, a way shower and a messenger of the blue ray. Maya offers workshops, online classes and private online sessions, as well as DNA activating Frequency shifting and self-empowerment. Maya acknowledges that you are the master in your own right as she holds you in oneness of all creation, which serves as a reminder to all humanity that we are all capable of living in harmony, peace, and love with each other and with our beloved planet. So thank you so much for being here today, Maya. It's such a pleasure to have you.
1: Thank you, Stacy. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm absolutely delighted to be here and and to be uh, given this opportunity to to share my gifts with the with your audience.
0: Beautiful. I'm so excited to see what we'll co-create today. So let's just jump right in and, and tell us a little bit about what led you to this path.
1: <laughs> well I, I think I, I was awake when I was a child and then in the process of living I, I just got on with, the, with linear living and, and the busyness of life and it wasn't until later in life that the universe really really dealt me a backhander if you like and made me sit very still for a very long period of time and and this is when when I began to wake up because I I did not like where I was and I realized that everything that I had done in my life up until that point had not worked for me because my life wasn't where I thought I would be with it and and so um, I began a journey of self-discovery because this is uh, I think this is where we need to begin going inward and and looking at who we are how are we responding to the world around us so um, my journey started with the gongs first that was the first thing that kind of really drew me um, that was that was over uh, 15 years ago now and when I heard the gongs for the very first time in this lifetime, I was so drawn. I had to find out what, what, what that is, where is it? What is making that sound? Because I had no idea that, that there even was such a, an instrument that could make such a sound. And, and so my journey began there, that moment of hearing that sound that struck a chord within me, if you like, and and I w- I kept going with it. I kept pursuing it. I had a, a personal session. I I, th- I then uh, became a, a partner in the business, and then I left that business and I started a, my own practice and and followed my own path uh, from there. So um, it was really a journey of self discovery and trusting the trusting my own intuition that this is what I'm meant to be doing in this lifetime
0: hmm. that sounds really beautiful so it sounds like you really um trusted that that intuition and the journey when, where it took you and just listening to those messages within and saying this really resonates and continued on that path it sounds yeah. really beautiful tell us a little bit about what it means to be a starseed way shower or a messenger of the blue ray and how that discovery <laughs> brought you to where you are
1: aside from being weird <laughs> <laughs> most, <all> of, <laughs> most of my life I felt weird I, I felt I was perceiving the world in a different way to everybody else around me. So I I had to think back to my childhood to start to understand myself. And I realized that even in childhood, I I became very unsure of myself because my perceptions were telling me one thing and everybody else was responding in a completely different way. So for most of my life, I kind of felt like I was a misfit um, and and definitely uh, kind of fumbled around in life, uh, trying to find uh, what was my purpose. But once I, I woke up and I started to begin to understand myself rather than judge myself, mm. I began to understand that I had, a voice I began to understand that I love to hide (laughs) and that I was being pushed to be seen I began to understand that I do things a lot sooner than than a lot of people around me and I I I began to realize that I was actually channeling because I had this voice in my head for all of my life that was telling me Things and I would ignore it I would literally slap it down and tell it to be quiet Mm. (laughs) so you know it's and and I'm still being pushed to this day keep going keep being seen keep speaking keep uh, putting out there what you feel you know which which is for me my own personal journey has been one of you know coming out of the out of hiding to be seen. And I was just sharing with a client last night that I, I have three very large gongs on on stands and they're on three sides of me because that's how I harmonise them. And it was very easy for me to hide behind that structure that I created around me. Mm-hmm. So it was me, the gongs, which were the barrier, and then the audience and and how... When the gongs came in and I, I became confident with the gongs, then, then I was being pushed to speak light language and I resisted speaking light language for the longest time because to me it just sounded like gibberish and and I didn't understand what it was. And then they were pushing me to, to tone and sing and I'm not a trained singer so I was resisting The whole time and then I reached a point where I thought okay I can I can whisper it into the gongs it's going to have the same effect Mm. right (laughs) and so and so I was hiding the whole time and then uh, if I can share this uh, one experience I was doing a workshop in Singapore a few uh, quite a few years ago now and I asked the promoter to provide me with it with a gong and I'm talking about a large gong on a stand and uh, when I met with her in Singapore I said did did you manage to find the kind of gong I was looking for she said oh yes it's here and she had (laughs) she held up this bag and I'm like oh my gosh what is that and she said oh she pulled out on a little wooden stand this this tiny little gong was probably about 10 inches in diameter Mm -hmm. and and it was a little Chinese dinner gong Mm -hmm. and I I thought oh my gosh the universe really has a sense of humor (laughs) and uh when I when I sat down to um to play at the workshop, I, I really was doubting myself. I was, I was feeling anxious. I thought I have gathered people who have paid to come to this workshop. And I, it's going to be a total failure. I don't have a gong because this tiny little dinner gong, when I picked up the mallet and I was striking it, it, it just, you know, it, it had no resonance in it. It, it was just a, a really, you know, donk kind of sound, and so um, I, I, I centered, I grounded, I took a deep, a few deep breaths, and I asked, "What am I supposed to do with this?" And they said, "Use your voice." And so I was really forced to use my voice. I had no other choice. I had to. I had to go through with this workshop. And so I, I was really pushed to use my voice, and and so my practice changed after that. So instead of having at homes and having the three gongs, you know, creating that barrier around me, I reduced it to one gong, and it was on one side of me, and the and the other side was the audience, so the audience could see me. So that's how um, that that's been my journey of resistance. <laughs> So the universe really
0: showed up and, and showed you another way and, and to help you re- release that resistance, it sounds like. Absolutely. And, but, and I'm Absolutely. also hearing that you had to step in and, and listen to that. And then you you listened. And and what was that turning point like for you when you had to step
1: into your own truth and your voice? And trust. And, and really trust that information that was coming in. So I opened my mouth during the, the workshop and, and sounds came out and I wasn't sure how the audience was going to receive it. But uh, the universe also sent me confirmation afterwards in the form of a participant who came up to me and said, uh, she shared with me that she had just come back from a trip to Israel and she was uh, in some place where she, there were a lot of crystals that she had visited. And the song that I sung that day in the workshop was exactly the same song. She heard the crystals singing in Israel. And so for me, that was a, a confirmation that, okay, I'm on the right track. I'm not insane. <laughs> <laughs> And, and I really, really have to learn to trust this information that comes through for me. Mm, that's beautiful.
0: And so how has using your voice and tuning into your, the messages that you're receiving, how has that helped you to open up to your own light and share that with the world?
1: Well, it's... It uh, it's quite powerful um, using the voice because I I work with sound so sound of course was another was an, the voice was another tool that I could use um, with along with the gong sound um, so it's had a tremendous effect on on me because I'm more confident in the work that I do with people and with my confidence increasing. That means that I have more to give and there's more uh, people who can receive more from me as well. Uh, So I'm really showing up in the world. I'm really shining my light out into the world more and more. And and this, this is for the benefit of humanity. This is, I'm told, also the way that I work with sound, which is very different to most people. Um, I've been told by several different practitioners on numerous occasions um, that um, the way that I work with sound is also for the benefit of the planet. So, um, so it, it's it's all there, you know, for humanity, for the planet. At this point in time in human history, when when we're going through such tremendous changes, and I remember sitting. Um, sitting on the island of the sun at the sacred rock many, many years ago um, on Lake Titicaca. And I asked, I was sitting uh, near the sacred, a little wall underneath the sacred rock. And I was sitting there looking out at a ceremony that was going on. And I, I, I just put up the question, you know, what am I here for? What am I doing here? What's the purpose of this trip at all? And all of a sudden, the, the sacred puma turned up, and I was—I mean, for me to have a, a puma sitting next to me—I mean, I'm, in, I'm from Australia. We don't have that kind of animal here in Australia, so I kind of looked over, and I thought it was black, and it's sitting there, and it had a very soothing voice because I'm clear, um, clear audience first and foremost, and the words came through very clearly. You are here to witness the old, in order uh, to for you to know how to create the new ways. And I had no idea what that meant all those years ago, but there it was. And um, yeah, just uh, allowing the process, trusting the process, knowing that I am here for a purpose, and often feeling like. I called myself a salmon going upstream you know how this? they probably don't know why the, the force of nature makes them go upstream until they get there but all they know is that they have to get there and that's the feeling I've had in my life since I've awakened and and it's always something pushing me forward pushing me forward the next step the next step and and when I look back on my journey of the last 20 years, I just think, wow, that's, I you know, I couldn't have imagined that in my wildest dreams, all the things that, are, that have happened to, for me, all the places that I've visited. I've been so blessed, you know, to, to have been on this journey and yet I don't always know ahead of time why. I just know, you know, there's just a knowing within me and I know I have to do it. I'm being pushed to do it. And I need to answer that call. I need to trust that information.
0: Mm. Oh, that sounds really beautiful. And just really, yeah. Opening up to your own purpose, trusting and, and being in the flow of that. It sounds like, and it sounds like you've been on that awakening journey now for the last 15 years or so. And you know, I'm noticing and, and I'm sure you've seen and, you know, a lot of people are waking awakening on this planet now and, and it, there seems to be like this push or maybe a, um, it's happening at an accelerated rate. So I'm wondering if you can talk about what you've noticed and what, um, what your thoughts are around that.
1: Yes, absolutely. Isn't it wonderful? It is. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I love it love. that, you know, I'm really... I've really noticed, particularly last year, so many people awakening, but probably um, since 2012, since that uh, cosmic date, there really has been a momentum that has been building, building, building. And uh, I think a lot of starseeds and way showers may have felt like it's been a big push uphill all this time. But I think that we're really going to see uh, this year forward, we're going to see that things are easier, the universe is working uh, with us, is is giving us uh, more opportunities to, to shine into the world. But it, it's really time, it, it's time. We were, it was no coincidence all the events of 2020, um, because in that cosmic date back in 2012 we humanity as a collective said yes to the ascension process and we've been building slowly so the universe has kind of been pushing people forward forward bit by bit step by step and now it's you know we've last year we were asked to stop and to really um reevaluate and, and uh, re, rebalance our lives and, and to put all of that uh, into some context in our lives. And this year we're putting into action that which we learned last year when we all had to slow down. So it, it's wonderful seeing from, you know, this higher perspective, it's wonderful seeing on a global scale what's going on with humanity how the universe is putting certain systems into play so that it does push humanity forward and you know we had a lot of people awaken last year and we're going to have even more people awakening this year because there's this massive momentum that that's going especially this this decade through to 2032 where every aspect of our society will be held up into the light to be transmuted and and changed so that we create more uh, life-sustaining systems, more um, resources that are uh, shared more equally uh, amongst uh, the population of humanity on the planet. Um, so, So a lot of things are up for change. If I can say that there is... Um, if there is a constant uh, through through the next years I would say it is change change itself and therefore in the awakening process we need to learn to be in the flow to let go of our resistances because everything uh, everything that is that is us even at this moment there's there was an energy that really amped up on on the solstice the December solstice. And it's going through until um, January 21st and we're still in this you know this this, uh, period where we're being asked to uh, to still begin to just go inward and to uh, vision what we want to do the right to do the research that we need to do in order to put our our light out into the world you know we need to take some action steps but we need to do the research in order to find out how we're going to do that for ourselves and for for humanity so so there's this wonderful cosmic uh, support that we're getting in this time and there is no letting up there is no going back to the way it was pre- You know, this time last year, for example, that world is gone. That world does not exist anymore. In fact, at this point in time, we're being asked to let go of our identities. A lot of what we thought we were, we have to leave behind. And it's almost, you know, it's like that old um, analogy with the layers of the onion. You know, who are we really until we get to the core of who we are, there's going to be this process of letting go, releasing. You know, for example, people who lost their jobs last year would have had titles, you know, engineer, secretary, technician, you know, whatever your title was, and they had to let go of that. You know, I've heard lots of lovely stories where, um, you know, a musician um, who, who thought would be supporting his family through his music. Has had to rethink all of that, and has even, uh, you know, moved to a different state, and and is is now um, you know um, a gold pro- prospecting. <laughs> you know, so never thought that he would do that kind of thing in his life, but somehow has ended up doing that, and and is able to support his family in that way until such time as he works out what you know, how to get back to his music and his creativity because it's not uh, falling into place for him at the moment. So, you know, it's a real transition time. A lot of people are feeling tired. A lot of people are feeling um, unmotivated, uninspired. And, And this is all part of the letting go of the identity that was part of that old world that no longer exists. And, coming into who are you now that that is really sort of the question we need to be asking ourselves who am I now and what is it that I want to create in the world now
0: and those are some really big questions for for people and so for someone who is just maybe starting to awaken what would your advice be to to them on trying to identify that piece and you know um, can you know work with that that energy of awakening
1: that that journey starts by going inward you know with the introspection and a lot of people want to call it meditation but I think when we use the word meditation we have this image certain image of what it should be And I like to use different words. You know, I like to use introspection because it's really, even if you just spend 10, 15 minutes a day sitting quietly, even, you know, you're not going to have um, epiphanies every day. Some days you're just going to sit quietly and you're going to notice yourself. Some days you're going to have amazing um, epiphanies some days you're going to have amazing visions but other days there'll be nothing you know which the universe is just asking you to sit quietly notice yourself notice your stress levels notice your um your thoughts what kind of thoughts are you continually uh, bringing bringing <coughs> excuse me bringing up um in you what are your emotions you know how are you feeling in this moment uh that introspective journey can also be used to reflect back on the course of your day and to, uh, to assess, okay, you know, I did really well there or maybe, no, I didn't really handle that situation so well. What can I do about that now? How could I have handled that better? And maybe decide next time that kind of situation comes up, well, you know, that is what I'm going to do the next time I come up against that. Or maybe it's a decision around, okay, I didn't really handle that that situation the best that I could have. Maybe I need to go back to that person and apologise and try and clarify what I really wanted to say in the moment. And, you know, this is, this is where we start to... Um, get to know ourselves how because we've been trained and programmed very well to react in the world to react to the world around us to react to situations and we do that in such a split second we could when we're triggered that we may not notice this is what we do so so when we go into that introspective journey then we're looking at those triggers and we can make decisions about whether that's something that we want to hang on to or or whether we're ready to let go of that so so I would I would always say first and foremost the journey starts inward getting to know yourself what is it that you want to keep going forward what is it that you want to let go of because it no longer serves you Hmm,
0: that's beautiful because when we go within we can start to really pay attention to what's happening within we start changing and that is reflected on the collective.
1: Absolutely yeah we change ourselves but we're also changing the collective because I call it the ripple on effect Mm. because uh, you know when you change something you change your frequency Mm. and that starts to ripple on around you and you know we we may lose people out of our inner circles because of the changes that are going on within us and that's okay that all that means is you're growing and expanding and and that's your sign that that, that you're being true to yourself so and, then, uh, and yeah. you
0: also start to Um, in my experience attract people who are now at your frequency or your like you know like-minded people
1: soul groups coming
0: together it seems like right now
1: yeah absolutely because when people leave your circle there is a space that is created and there's no such thing as a void it's always filled in some way and so uh, you can you, you then start to fill those empty spaces with people who resonate more with your frequency so it's all good all round.
0: Mm. so you mentioned ascension a little while ago and in this whole process is you know we're all ascending or awakening right another um, so we're we've been used to that 3d um energy which you know Um, is that can you talk a little bit about the 3D versus maybe 4D and 5D moving into that as a progression and what what are some of the signs and symptoms that people might have as they are awakening and going through that?
1: Sure Uh, awakening starts with something feeling something new inside of you Um, perhaps you're being pushed to Uh, learn something new perhaps you're being drawn to something that you never thought you would be drawn to Um, so it's something new in your life that comes up that is calling you for some reason so out of curiosity um, certainly in my own personal experience I I went to find out what is that you know because it's something new I like things that are new and exciting (laughs) Um, but you know listening to that Um, calling within and yeah um the uh, symptoms of ascension you know i know there's a lot of information out there about all the different types of symptoms of ascension you know everything from uh changing your uh diet to uh changing your sleep patterns to changing um you know um you know, uh, the way that you think, the way that you feel Um, could be changes in your body with headaches, you know, whatever it is for you, that is your, um, you know, your ascension symptoms. To me, they signal, they're usually in the body, and they signal a resistance in the body. So pain in the body is resistance. So Going inward, again, that introspective journey, what is it? What are you not allowing to flow through you? What is the the resistance? This new energy is is coming up against uh, something, a blockage inside of you. What is is that resistance about for you? So, So that would be a way of looking at it. And then the more you allow that energy to flow through you, the less ascension symptoms you have. We don't have to do this through pain. We can we can do this with ease and grace and in the flow of the energy, and and so um, and so letting go of those symptoms of ascension, um, and and by ascension, for me you know, people often ask me when they're starting out on the journey, what is ascension? What do you mean? Are we actually sort of rising up off the planet? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? You know, to me, it means increasing your vibration. So we're ascending in, in your in this in the signature frequency that you hold in your body, you you are raising that frequency. And so moving out of the third dimensional consciousness and, and I notice I'm using the word consciousness rather than reality because we are creating it with our consciousness first and foremost. So when we change the way we think and feel about things because this is how we create out in the world through our, our thoughts, our words, our actions, our emotions, then um, then we we're moving out of the third dimensional consciousness. And, uh, yes, the, the path uh, through, through third-dimensional consciousness into that transitionary fourth-dimensional consciousness into fifth is, is where we're being asked to go. And a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm, we're already in fifth-dimensional consciousness. Well, we, that is available to us on the planet because the consciousness of this planet, which I like to call Mother Gaiha, which come, that word comes to me from my Lemurian lifetime. Um, Mother Gaiha is holding the fifth dimensional frequency, which makes it more available to us uh, as we begin to awaken on this planet because we are inextricably connected to this planet. So in my work, I'm transitioning people from that third dimensional consciousness into fifth dimensional consciousness. And it's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that I can, you know, wave a magic wand over you and make it happen for you. It's a process of rebirthing yourself over and over and over, distilling your frequency until you get to the core of who you truly are. That is the ascension process. It's not i now thinking back to 2012, you know, a lot of people thought on that December solstice, we would just wake up on another planet. We would wake up in another dimension. We would have aliens beaming us off the planet. You know, <laughs> all of that funny stuff. I have to laugh because it never sat well with me. It was just a marker in time to tell us to say, this time we have chosen to do this process the ascension process that we are calling it and from here on in there's a process begins for us on the planet as a collective yeah wow thank you that
0: that's that's beautiful um
1: i am
0: curious like how you work with um, your own clients and what you've seen to help them go through this Ascension process? How has that work impacted them? And, and what have you
1: noticed? Um, so working with my own clients, I have three, three things that I, that I include, and it's not a modality. I can't call it. Um, it's, it's not a known modality. It's, it's what is intrinsically me and how I work um, in in on this planet currently in this lifetime. So for 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 me, I'm. I, you know, you mentioned I was a transition guide, uh, so I'm transitioning people from 3D consciousness to 5D consciousness. Um, so they're one one-on-one sessions. I use light language during those sessions, so we're really uh, raising the vibration and assisting them. Um, this these light frequencies and codes you know i'm asking them to take them on board into the cells of their body so that they're beginning to uh, take on a higher frequency to hold the higher frequency um i i support people i have a a 22 day program where i'm literally holding your hand throughout the 22 days because it takes 21 days to change a new neural pathway in your brain um and the third way that i work with people so I'm working with light and sound which are the two creative frequencies of the universe so the the third way that I work with people is to create uh, their own personal gong soundtrack which has the gongs and and then it has um, light language and and toning by me which uh, my many of my clients are saying that it's uh, that it's very beneficial for their meditation process it's it's beneficial for raising vibration uh, they listen to it on a loop uh you know while they're asleep at night uh, with their earphones in um it's it's really uh, assisting them to let go of a lot of the third dimensional um thought patterns and behaviors and and i see these third dimensional uh, thoughts and and pattern behaviors as things that anchor us in the third dimensional consciousness. So as we we can' we let them go, it's it's almost like I like to they just keep giving me this image of um, of a hot air balloon, you know, and you've got the ballast on board the balloon holding the 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 hot air balloon down on the ground and then as you start to let go of the ballast one by one your balloon starts to lift off the ground and we really want to be up and away (laughs) with the (laughs) fifth dimensional um, consciousness so you know the question that really uh is really important now is what is anchoring you in the third dimensional consciousness what is still anchoring you in the third dimensional consciousness, and and show me what it is so that I can transmute it, and 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 uh, to to enable me to move into who I truly am in the fifth dimensional consciousness, because we are fifth dimensional beings. Mm, yes yes
0: we are <laughs> um, I'm, I'm curious what what are some maybe practical tools for people to create uh change in their lives or increase their vibration something that people can use um, on a daily basis to help with that frequency
1: um sure so um so first and and foremost um that inward journey, you know, that self-assessment, checking in with yourself, what's going on for you, um, how are you feeling. So, getting to know yourself first, and then, um, and then, of course, uh, you know, the the tools of, and there's so many ways to do it. I'm not even going to go into that. Uh, the grounding and centering because there's a lot of change around us. We, we need to remain grounded and centred within ourselves so that we're not in that react, reactionary state where we're coming from uh, that place of stillness within. Um, so uh, that inward in, introspective journey, grounding um, and centering, um, there, there's lots of uh, things that people can do as well, like uh, learning... To not take things personally. Um, we, you know, somebody could be yelling at us, for example, but if we're centered and grounded and know who we are and know that uh, this was not something uh, that we uh you know that we need to um engage with, we don't need to engage in this energy with this person, then we can see it from that higher perspective and and we can uh, see that this person is upset. We can acknowledge to them, you know, I can see that you're upset at the moment. Perhaps we can talk about this later, or uh, I understand. We can offer them compassion. So compassion, understanding for, and an acknowledgement of what people are going through around us, because not everybody is going to have the kinds of tools that we have in our spiritual practice, um, and. Yeah, breathing, I think, um, you know, this is something that we do automatically, but I think if we learn to breathe consciously um, and take those deeper breaths, so instead of breathing from the chest and doing that shallow uh, fight or flight response that we've been trained so well, programmed uh, so well to do, that when we sit and we take you know, like you did at the beginning of this show, you know, you got everyone to do, to take three deep breaths. When you take those three deep breaths, something changes within you and it's almost like you shift into the eye of the storm and the storm is going on around you, but you're sitting in that quiet center of calm in the middle and, and you can then clearly observe what is going on around you without having to engage in that energy so that breath, that deeper breath, takes us takes us into a, a calmer space where we can clearly see what's going on, but it also signals to the body to go into that rest and rejuvenate state. So you know, th- there's there's just a few um, off the top of my head that um, that people can do just simple things that you know don't doesn't have to cost the world um, in order for them to do it they're just natural things that we do and It
0: sounds yeah very just simple exercises
1: some grounding
0: breathing just those things that become centered again and not taking things personally which i think is a big thing for a lot of a lot of people you know when we there you know in the 3d it's been taught that you know, someone is doing something, then it must be their fault that we're mad within. Um, But to really look at that and, you know, where is that anger coming from? What is within me that I can go in and heal? And so that is not a trigger for me anymore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and also that brings us to taking responsibility for Mm. ourselves. It's huge. And our reactions which then leads us to sovereignty mm. you know that state of sovereignty so uh you know when i when i'm talking about uh, sovereignty i'm talking about um that ability to be free from external controlling influences to be in a state of detachment which doesn't mean that we don't feel things anymore we're still observing we're still feeling the world around us and we we can see what's going on but we're not in reaction to it you know we we're coming from that centered grounded space we have peace inside and we're we're feeling calm and we can clearly see and think about what is going on and what what how will you choose to respond to that situation or that person Mm.
0: that's beautiful i that is one of my favorite words right now is sovereign or you know recognizing our sovereignty um, and truly how powerful we are as humans and so i'm wondering if you could just talk a little bit more about that what does sovereignty mean and moving forward how can we really tap into our sovereignty
1: well, um, as I as I um, have already mentioned, it's that it starts with that introspective journey of getting to know who you are, and how you're responding to the outside world, creating those changes within you, and 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 then that would mean taking responsibility for your actions, and then coming healing those things within you, as you mentioned yourself, and then. And then you'll find yourself in that state of detachment because you're not being triggered by anything, by that situation or that person or those words anymore. You're in in a state of detachment. You're not in reaction to uh, what others say and do around you. You can see, you can observe and go, "Mm, okay, that's what's going on with them now. And you can uh, show them compassion and understanding Uh, from your heart you come from that heart-centered space and you can say yes I can I can see I understand I acknowledge what you're going through you know and if they if they if it feels right or if they're asking you for some advice you can give them uh, you know authentically from your heart space how you feel about what is going on Mm -hmm. you know and not to be influenced so much by other people and what they think but knowing that what you feel inside is your truth and it's just as valid as anybody else's opinion
0: Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely and I like to really think about yeah just that sovereignty also as you know being able to create our own reality and recognizing that we get to manifest we we can manifest our purpose you know when we really tune in like you know what you've been saying is tuning into your truth t- tuning into your voice and following that into what is your path so your path might look different than what you originally thought it was but when you let tune into that the universe will conspire with you to help create that but you can create your own reality by creating your vision for that
1: yes and let us all recognize that we've been creating our, and manifesting our own realities the whole time of our mm-hmm. lives
0: Absolutely,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but we've been manifesting it in an un- unconscious way we've been manifesting it in a dysfunctional way a lot of the time and when we go inward and we assess where we're coming from and take responsibility for our actions and our words and our thoughts, we're no longer pointing the finger of blame at other people. We're taking responsibility for that and we're, we're once again creating and manifesting our reality but in a different way from a, from a more grounded, centred, heart-centred, space rather than in that unconscious way where we used to be Hmm. that
0: heart-centered space which is that really when you start tapping into that um the heart space um would you consider that to be
1: part of that five-dimensional way of being absolutely the heart the heart space uh is is the fifth dimensional Um, consciousness if you like coming from that heart space but it's a journey for for everyone to get to that heart space to be authentic uh, to be true to oneself to be who you truly are as opposed to what we've been programmed to be and we and we believed that we bought into that programming we are so much more than what we think we are even you know this third dimensional brain just can't really comprehend how magnificent we actually are, how powerful we actually are, and and all the capabilities that we have, and and this is where the changes are going to really start to show up, and and this is what's really going to awaken even more people because they're going to start to see other people doing it and they're going to realize, well, I can do that too. Mm, That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, and so it sounds like it, it, it
0: will become, or it already is, uh, contagious. So when you start to plant those seeds for people and and you show up in in the world in that heart-centered place, that heart-centered place will continue to expand, um, And I know, you know, I've listened like the heart center for heart math has done a lot of research around the heart and how much electromagnetic field, like how far the electromagnetic field actually reaches with the heart energy, which can expand. And I'm, you know, I'm guessing that has a lot to do with
1: that as well. Absolutely. It's the heart emits um many more times um the electromagnetic energy of the brain so it's really we we were taught not to you know not to cry not to show emotions not to uh, come from that heart space you know not to be we were taught not to be vulnerable because we would get hurt mm-hmm. um but this was keeping us in separation from who we truly are because that that heart is the most powerful organ in our body, and um, and it's what it it is really what will allow us to uh, continue on the ascension path. So, uh, I would also recommend self love, self care, mm. um, as part of the process as well, um, because once we we learn to love ourselves in that way, then um, then we. Uh, that again that ripples on outside of us Mm -hmm. you know so the more we love ourselves the more we draw in people who will love us to that level you know if we don't have self-love self-love practice then we up until now a lot of us have been drawing in people in our relationships who are at that same level of, of low self-love how can anybody love you more than you love yourself Mm -hmm. you can't draw that person in it's it's two completely different frequencies you just can't meet meet up at all you're you know you're always passing ships in the night although we want that and we desire someone to love us ultimately but that journey of love begins with self and we Mm. have to love ourselves unconditionally we have to love ourselves compassionately we have to love ourselves with understanding and, and, and that will draw in your, the partner or the kinds of relationships that you want in your life and have been desiring the, the whole, you know, the whole time.
0: Absolutely. And yeah, I think that is really important because as we love ourselves, that will expand outward, right? Um, now, is there anything that you would recommend for someone to tap into that self-love?
1: Um, again, it's a it's a process. It's self love is not something that you that you just do because you think it'll help you. It it is something that you do that you enjoy. It's got to be something that you enjoy, otherwise it's not going to work as a self love process. And it's it's an ever deepening journey. You know, you can start with really superficial stuff like, you know, a cup of coffee and a piece of chocolate cake, right? But that's not going to take you where you really want to go. But it's a start. You know, treat yourself once a week. You know, treat yourself uh, to, to different things. Uh, how can you uh, look after yourself better. You know, maybe something in your diet needs to change. Maybe you need to do more exercise. Um, start your um, in introspection journey. At practice every day. You know, so they're sort of the places where you can start, and then, and then it's it's a dynamic journey. It's going to change. You, what you do for yourself is going to change. So, uh, so what else can you do? That is, you know, part of your your self love practice. It's such an individual journey mm-hmm. that all I can say is go inward and keep going with it. it it's it's dynamic, and uh, and it's ever changing. But the deeper you go, the more you know yourself, the more you love yourself, and the more changes you create within yourself, with that which then raises your vibration and ripples out into your environment. Mm-hmm. And I, I
0: I love that. So thank you for sharing that. I know um, in my personal you know work as a psychotherapist, that is probably one of another theme I see is that difficulty of self love for a lot of people, and you know recognizing that it is a journey and that it's about planting seeds along the way. So sometimes it might be difficult, you know, even if you aren't used to. Um, you know, loving yourself or, you know, hearing words of affirmation or doing things that are necessary to feel loved for yourself. Um, But to just continue on that, you know, continue planting seeds, because as you mentioned earlier, those neural networks, we, you know, it takes time to change that neural networks. And we've been saying, negative affirmations to ourselves for years. We just need to continue, you know, those positive affirmations, those positive, you know, steps, even if it's just like one step at a time, like you said, just having like a little coffee and maybe some cake or something that something you enjoy that will give you uh some sort of, you know, self-love or or what it is you need. Maybe it's a bubble bath or some time to yourself, reflective time, time in nature. Um, but really just nurturing yourself and stopping to listen to yourself as well when things, you know, interesting that you know what's best for you and you're the expert in your own life. So, well, Absolutely. Maya, I'm curious. Um, I know you mentioned um, taking us through a process. And so I'm wondering if, um, if you would like to lead us through uh, a process.
1: Absolutely. I'd love to. Okay, so let's just uh, get comfortable in our seats. Closing our eyes and taking that beautiful, deep, deep breath in through the nose, right down into the abdomen and then exhaling through the mouth. And just noticing your body as you take another deep breath in and exhale. And one more time, deep breath in and really just letting go with the breath, anything that you're hanging on to, just let it all go. And as you continue to take those deep breaths in your own natural rhythm of breathing, just connect with your heart space. Just drop down into your heart. And may the next breath be in in through your heart. Breathing in love. And breathe out gratitude. And notice your heart centre opening. And as you continue to stay in your heart centre, Allow these light frequencies and codes to permeate your being. Allow them to enter every cell in your body. Allow them to enter every cell in your body. Kura kea kura in tu shikina e maha uraina ukuian tu mahe a shehe harukuina e tu mahikuin in tu mai i tu aun tu ra sheha kuma e aia. Just take a deep breath into all of that. And just notice the difference in your body And I'm being prompted to make you aware of your conscious breath. Become aware of the very air around you as you breathe in and you notice it going in through your nostrils down to the back of your throat and into your lungs. We are on automatic pilot a lot of the time when it comes to our breathing. We don't notice that we breathe shallow. But aside from that, the very air that we are breathing is alive. And we are not conscious of this life, this life giving energy that is in the air. In the history of Earth, in the old language that we know as Sanskrit, there was a word that described it and the word was prana. Prana was the word for this life giving energy in the air. And sometimes when we have stood up too quickly or we have been feeling quite stressed, we have seen these little points of light. In front of our eyes and we have called them stars <laughs> so we're seeing stars was the old saying but these little points of light are the prana or in the more modern language and amber- the adamantine particles the sp- the sparks of life that is in the air, in the air that we breathe. And when we consciously begin to breathe them in, we notice them in our nostrils, in the back of our throat, going down into our lungs and filling our lungs with this life-giving energy. And with each subsequent breath, We are noticing these particles entering our body, spreading through the chest area, up through the shoulders and the neck and all the way to the top of the head and down the spine and down through the abdomen and the hips and our legs the thighs, down through the knees, down right down into the feet, to the ends of our toes, through our arms and all the way to the tips of our fingers. Shurahiakua <laughs> makiayi, Ho hai inama a ah ei A turi a e kia Ho hai raga hara Una o heara. de Te shihane ai a kora Tu a te teraha te ha Let's take a deep breath into that. And just notice the difference in your body and how you're feeling as you are allowing these particles to move through your body to every cell in your body. right down into the marrow of your bones, into every organ in your body, all the muscle and sinew in your body, to the life-giving blood that circulates to every part of your body and then feel those particles radiating outward through your skin out into your energy field. And this is how we begin to radiate our light outward into the world rather than the way that we have been programmed in the past to absorb energy around us. We now from the heart with the heart full of life-giving particles radiate out through our entire being out into the world dinara teraha tea And just giving yourself a few moments, taking a deep breath, becoming aware of yourself and your presence in this now moment. And when you feel ready, open your eyes and become fully present once again.
0: Thank you, Maya. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I am. I just, I just felt the vibration, the energy just pulsating through my body. That was just an incredible experience.
1: Thank you for sharing, Stacey. Yes, uh, some people will feel it as heat through the body as well. So that that's your body com- confirming that you have energy moving around.
0: I'm sorry, you say hate? Heat. Oh, heat, heat. Okay. My <laughs> apologies. I wanted to make sure. Heat. So, yeah. So, like, the heat, um, I can, yeah, definitely. I can. Um, what are some other symptoms that someone might experience through that process?
1: Yeah. Uh, people might be feeling uh, tingling. Um, in their body Um, they might be uh, getting um, chills up and down their body Um, they might be feeling more energized in this moment you know so there's lots of different ways that this can that your body will be signaling to you will be will be speaking to you to confirm that there is energy moving through you
0: I definitely felt that just that movement of energy and, you know, the shift, um, even, you know, just from five or 10 minutes ago. Um, so yeah, definitely. And I love what you said about the light that we are accustomed to, you know, maybe absorbing the light, but recognizing that we are the light and that we can move it, you know, we, we share and spread and, um, bring our light into the world because we already are we're not we don't have to go out looking for it
1: no exactly right Stacey you've hit the nail on the head right there and yes we are we are the light we are the miracle of creation itself and that's what I said earlier we are so much more than what we think we are and we have been programmed to think we are so much less and so we've been absorbing the energy out of our environment instead of radiating outward our energy because this is where our power really lies in radiating outwards. And so if we can get ourselves into the habit of maybe even, you know, beginning your introspective journey practice each day with this kind of breathing, breathing in the adamantine particles, the life-giving particles you know and energizing your body and that that immediately raises your vibration and and sets you in into that place of um into that calm and that heart space you know that uh, we we sit in when we when we sit and uh and do that introspective journey so um practicing breathing it breathing those particles in is acknowledging also that 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 is there it has been provided for us we've just forgotten it's there the ancient uh, cultures knew it was there but somehow we've forgotten that it's there and uh and it's time to remember a lot of those things Mm.
0: i love that and yeah and just the importance of going within and really doing that inner work so key
1: yeah absolutely it, it is one of the foundational building blocks of our our journey moving forward from here on in you know there's there's self-love but we can't do the self-love until we've done the introspective journey so everything kind of hinges on that on that practice really and then begins to expand outward from that practice you know finding out who we are creating the changes putting in a self-love practice there you know it's it's really the introspective journey is that foundational building block of of the ascension path
0: Mm -hmm. which really comes back to moving through the the shadows the the darker stuff that needs to be healed so really um yeah transcending through those shadows transmuting that energy into the the love the light that we all are and just recognizing our sovereignty
1: our sovereignty and our magnificence mm,
0: i love that Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, tell us, Maya, um, what are you working on now and how can someone find you?
1: Oh, okay. Um, well, I, I'm on uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I, I have a website, mayagongs.com. Um, I've, I've really uh, put into play big time uh, my 22-day program which is called Accelerated Awakening 22 Days to a Better Version of Yourself and, um, and I also have, have been invited to be um, part of a book project Uh, 25 tools to happiness so I'm one of 25 authors so that book is about to be launched on February 11 Um, that's a self-help book Um, uh, the last book in that and the last book they did um which I I wasn't part of. Um, they it was called uh, 25 Tools for Stress Relief. That went to uh, number one Amazon best selling in uh, the U.S. and Australia. Uh, so we're hoping the Happiness Book um, also goes to uh, to number one. So we're really hoping uh, that'll take off for us. So yeah, I've got the the book project and uh, and yeah my uh, my uh, personal one-on-one sessions the program the 22 day program and um and the uh the personal gong soundtrack so i i create a 15 minute track just for you tuning into your energy and where you need to be and it's your very own uh, personal track Uh, if you like i'm tuning into your higher self and singing back to you your soul song I can put that in in a nutshell.
0: (laughs) Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And I'll put all those um, links in the show notes so people can have easy access to that as well. So that sounds like some beautiful things you're putting out in the world. So thank you so much for
1: being here with us today. And thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm I'm just most honoured to be invited on your show and to be able to speak to your audience and... And yeah, being pushed all the time to be out there more and more.
0: (laughs) Well, we really appreciate just you sharing your experience and knowledge with us and and the support you're doing and what you're putting in the world to help awaken the world and helping the ascension process. I think it's so valuable. And thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And until next time, love yourself, love each other and love the world. And if you liked the show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends. I'm sending you all peace and love always.
1: Thank you, Heather
0: Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be The Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlinmusic.com, And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.